Dr. Chiron, let's start by talking about the disc problem. Where is it? There's a couple different areas in your back where you can have problems, low back, mid back, cervical spine, or your neck. You could have a herniated disc, you could have impingement on a nerve root. There's a bunch of different pathologies that can cause compression to nerves that go into your arms and legs that can cause pain. What can patients do to alleviate the pain? A lot of times it'll get better with some physical therapy, it'll get better with some anti-inflammatory medications for short periods of time, and in some cases you go on to have injections which could help you, giving you temporary or permanent relief. And in some cases you go on to have surgery. So what can be done surgically? There's a lot of different things. Starting in the cervical spine, you can do decompressive procedures, you can do fusions, and now we're doing a lot of probably the most promising area of orthopedics would be disc replacement surgery. What happens during the disc replacement? So what you're doing is you're taking a degenerative disc or a herniated disc that still has decent architecture in terms of the bone above and below the disc. And for certain people, what you can do is you can remove the entire disc if it's a, dar- if it's a large herniation and you can replace it with a mobile implant, which essentially will be fitted into place and it will allow motion to occur at that disc level. Previously, we were doing fusions in those regions, and we still do a lot of fusions. It's a great operation. But in younger people and people that you're hoping to avoid what we call adjacent level disease, we can actually replace the disc and keep motion at that level and actually allow somebody to decrease their chances of developing adjacent level disease, which is a huge thing in the future. What actually replaces the disc that you take out? It's analogous to a knee replacement or a hip replacement where you take out the diseased portion and you resurface the joint by allowing a stainless steel cobalt chrome implant to be placed into the intervertebral space. It must be pretty small. It's probably analogous to a nickel. I mean, it's 13 by 15 centimeters. Most people don't know what that is off the top of their head, but maybe three quarters of an inch around. So it's somewhere between a quarter and a nickel, I would say. So tell me a bit about the procedure itself can be done as an outpatient. It can be done, usually people stay overnight, either or, it depends on the age and the health of the patient. But uh, usually we'll see them next at about two-week period, two weeks after surgery, and then uh, four to five weeks after surgery. And if everything's looking good, I'll see them maybe twice a year at that point. And eventually, if they don't have any other issues, it's up to them whether or not they want to come back and just get a check x-ray every year. Is everybody a candidate for this, or is it just for certain patients? Usually younger people, people under the age of 40, that have a herniated disc in their neck. The reason why this is a great idea is because with doing a fusion, there's always a chance of developing degeneration above and below the fusion site. If you're able to maintain the motion at that level, you can decrease the rate of adjacent level disease, which is really what we're looking to do. And the seven and 10 year data at this point is showing a lot of promise in these areas. What do you mean by degenerative disease? Well, degenerative disc disease, you know, adjacent level disease, when you fuse a level or you lock down a level, you cause a stress riser at that level above and below the area. What you're trying to do is maintain your motion so you don't have as much as a stress riser or the ability to increase the degenerative process. You compared it to a knee replacement. So does that mean it's going to have to be redone in about a decade, just like the knees? The theory is in the neck that it shouldn't have to be because of the fact that with the knee or the hip, You have a lot more body weight going through that region. They tend to wear out a lot quicker. We don't know the answer to that because this is relatively newer technology. The hope is we've taken a lot of the data from the hip and knee problems. We've taken a lot of the technology that was good in the hip and knee studies, and we've taken that and put it into the cervical disc studies as well. 
So we found the better implants and the better materials to use. And after a few generations of revision implants and different things, we found that there are ones that work better than others. Is this any easier than a fusion? The surgery is absolutely a little bit quicker in most cases. Sometimes it's a little bit more demanding in terms of getting the implant exactly where you want it. The recovery, I would say, is quicker because with these people, if you do a total disc replacement, you can take them out of their collar in about two weeks and let them start doing what they want to do a little bit quicker. A fusion, you're usually going to have them in a collar for about six weeks. So there's certainly a longer post-operative period that you're keeping an eye on everything. If someone's, let's say, a laborer or a a professional athlete, I'd probably shy away from doing a disc replacement because of the fact that a fusion has a much more stable construct associated with it for people that are uh, maybe prone to getting hit in the head or the neck, etc. Sometimes you think about that for like uh, corrections officers or police officers where they may be in a situation where they have to use their body and their force a little bit more. And finally, does a patient require follow-up physical therapy or is the replacement all that's needed? There is some physical therapy. We usually reserve therapy for people that have a weakness in their upper extremities. We'll start therapy for their arms or their extremities, not so much for their neck because the neck is one of those things that as the surgical site heals, they get a lot of their motion back rather quickly. Dr. Kyron, thanks so much for your time.